Amen. Please be seated and let's look at Matthew chapter 26, verse 17 to 25, and then verse uh, 50 to say 54. Now on the first day of the feast of the unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying to him, where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is at hand and I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and they prepared the Passover. When the evening had come, he sat with the twelve. Now as they were eating, Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, Lord, who is it? Uh, who? Uh, sorry, he said, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dips his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him. Shout a big amen. Just as it is written of him. But woe to the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for it would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. Verse 50. But Jesus said to him, Friend, why have you come? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew, the, and drew his sword, struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. But Jesus said to him, put your sword in his place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels? How then could the scriptures be fulfilled that it must happen thus? In that same hour, Jesus said to the multitude, Have you come out against a robber? With a sword and cloths to take me, I sat daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you did not seize me. But all this was done that the scripture of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Amen. Lord, give us understanding to your word in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want in this short moment of time, want you to take this matter into your heart. Be alert to scripture 
fulfillment. Be alert to scripture fulfillment. You know, we have been on this matter of scripture being fulfilled in the life of the children of God. I'm just so glad that in the life of Jesus, nothing happened without the scripture being confirmed as this was predicted about him. We read earlier on, and it was so very clear that Jesus said, ought not it to be so, it had to happen. In the verse number, I think, is it 23 or so? He answered and said, we'll be true. Yes, let me see 24, 24, 24. So the Son of Man, that, that's fine. The Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him. Just as it is written of him. Just as it was written about Jesus that he had to die for our sins. Just as it was written about him that somebody had to betray him. He had to go. But my worry was the fact that Jesus made this statement. Now, last Wednesday, we, we spoke also on this same matter. And we're very happy to note that somebody like Pharaoh was just created to come and fulfill scripture in a very negative way. That God said, I am creating you. Your duty is that you will resist me by hardening your heart. And then my glory will be seen. Praise the Lord. And so, we are seeing that also Jesus had to die on the, on the cross. Somebody needed to betray him. But in this case, as far as Jesus, of course, he is God. He knew that it is, Jesus, it is Judas who had offered to do that. But that scripture here was, as I thought about it and as I read, the Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the man uh, the Son of Man is betrayed. I want to stop there for a moment. You will notice that the Bible says that woe to that man. It actually means that Judas could probably should have been not been the one, but somebody else. Hallelujah. But Judas offered himself to fulfill that scripture. And it was a bit of worry to me because you will notice that most of the time, if we are not alert to the word of the Lord, we can find ourselves even resisting something that God had planned that it ought to be. And I saw a different scenario as well, you know, when we read from verse 50 to 56, it was quite interesting. In fact, the whole scenario is this, that Jesus was had gone to uh, the garden to pray because he knew it was his last hour. And so he was just praying and seeking that God, in fact, in the prayer, he was even saying that, Father, this thing is really tough. And if it were possible, would you change it? But not my will, but your will be done. Now, when Jesus went to the garden, he took 
the disciples along. There were 11 because countryman was quite busy negotiating over the head of Jesus Christ. Uh, talking to say, I will deny him if you give me this and I will go and show you the one that I will kiss. He is the one. So you just follow me. So the 11 had been brought to the garden minus Judas. And then um, three of them had been taken out and three of them had been brought to a certain place because they were leaders. And Jesus commissioned them and said, pray. Whilst I go yonder to pray. So they, Jesus went further to pray. By the time he came back, the three of them were sleeping. And it was quiet some way. So Jesus said, and he came and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, what? Now the, the issue is, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Brethren, the truth is, if you don't become somebody who prays and who is alert to scripture, everything is possible to do. He did this three times, continuously, and when he came, their eyes were still heavy until he woke them up and said, let's go. And as soon as they went in, we saw Judas, who had now come with the people to collect Jesus and to, and to deal with him. Now, what was really disturbing to me is the answers that Jesus gave to them. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Pray that you may be delivered from temptations. A child of God, at this particular time, may I say to you, it is not a question of somebody telling you to pray. Prayer should be part of what you live with. Hallelujah. Because Anytime men don't pray, they open up to any cause. The first thing that we saw was that because they did not pray and they were not alert, very interesting, the, the scripture that needed to be fulfilled, which Judas had offered himself to get it fulfilled. So Judas now comes. And because the people were not alert like the way Jesus told them to be, pray. Peter had to adopt a different lifestyle. So whenever you are not praying, you are not alert in the spirit. When scripture is even coming to force, coming to be fulfilled, you are likely to adopt the know-how attitude which may be contrary to the word of God. Because he took his dagger and he chopped off the ear of the servant of the high priest. And Jesus took it and placed it back. But listen to what Jesus said. And that is what really was intriguing me for us to say, Brother, in these days you ought to pray. In these days you want to be alert to know how and what is happening? I just want to say a bit about this, and then I will tell you about the prophecies in the scriptures that we need to stay alert 
on to make sure we fulfill them in a positive way and not in the negative way. Amen. Because Peter was not praying, it was very easy for Peter to just get up and whop the ear of that man. But let's see Jesus' reaction. In the verse 53, the Bible says, the next verse, Or do you think that I cannot pray to my father? He would provide me with more than 12 legends of angels. Jesus is saying that if this scripture doesn't have to be fulfilled, because you see, if it doesn't have to be fulfilled and I have to adopt the style I want to adopt, I would rather adopt the one that I can call God and say, Father, send down the angels to get the work done for me. But because it has already been established that scripture must be fulfilled, the Bible says, how then could the scripture be fulfilled? That must happen thus. What does that mean? Do you know that sometimes God is about to cause the scripture to be fulfilled in your life. But if you are not very careful, you would adopt some emotional something, the know-how thing that you have always thought about, to distract it a bit. And let me tell you, as for the scripture, it cannot be broken. It shall be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. It will be very great when you stay alert and come to the point where you would rather say, Lord, when any situation comes up, Lord, what would you have us to do? And then the Spirit of the Lord will lift up the Word of God from your belly and it will hit your mind that this is it. Let me give you an example. It can be very simple. For instance, if somebody came to tempt you, whatever the temptation is, and as you watch the situation, majority of the time what happens is that the Holy Spirit will speak a scripture and it will just fly up from your spirit into your soul for your mind to catch it so that you can act accordingly. But majority of the time, when we are not alert to God, walk in the spirit that you might not fulfill the lust of the flesh, what will happen is that you adopt the fleshly style. And that's exactly what happened to Peter. Did you notice that? Because the man, the time that he needed to be praying and to stay alert, he adopted the style that was contrary to scripture. This one, it must be an eye for an eye and a two for a two. Whoop! The ears of that. Do you know how many times you have found yourself fulfilling scripture in the way that you have taught? Or, for, or doing some, not fulfilling, doing something contrary to what God would have had to do. For instance, somebody comes to tempt you on something. And then the scripture comes and then you quickly shut. No, 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 no. This, how can I keep my mouth shut? I must tell my peace of mind. When probably there was the spirit of the Lord speaking something like this. He was put before his hearers. But he opened not his mouth. And God spoke that scripture. 
And then you too, you press that scripture down and say, then I cannot, I, otherwise I'll be taking as a fool. Let me speak my mind. And then you reacted and it goofed the whole matter. That's why we are saying, be alert to scripture fulfillment. Praise the Lord. It happens every time. Listen, there was, Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know it? I will never leave you nor forsake you. And yet, you can find yourself in a situation, and it's as if you are alone, because you had even forgotten that he's with you. So when a situation comes, and for you to say, Lord, you promise you will never leave me nor forsake me. So in this case, how do we do it? We, do, we even forget to ask. And because of that, we always choose the wrong method. And by the time that scripture ought to be fulfilled, we would have wasted too much time. I pray that you and I will stay alert now, together with the Holy Spirit, to fulfill scripture. Amen. We need to. Brethren, the voice of God is very clear. But it is those who are alert to hear, that will hear him. Hallelujah. One of the things I have seen with God, if you become determined to hear, he will talk. If you take him for granted, you will be taken for granted. So, our duty in these days is that we now must learn in our walk with God continuously, daily, every hour, know that he is with me and in every situation, don't be too quick to react, but rather seek that the scripture will be taken by the Holy Spirit to remind you of, so that you can fulfill the destiny. So staying alert is so important. Staying alert is so important. And let me give you an example. The people of the world, and the way this world is going, they don't even know that. They have all been predicted. But you and I, we know. Hallelujah. When people rise up to act as gays and lesbians and do these things, their explanation to themselves is that this is the way I was born. That's their explanation. And according to scripture, because when they knew God, they did not regard him as God. God gave them up. And in their own mind, foolishness is coming and they are just operating according to that. When you, you and I, listen carefully, you and I have been blessed by the Lord to be saved. We have been blessed by the Lord to receive the Holy Spirit. We have been blessed by the Lord to be given with prophetic scriptures to guide us into fulfilling the will of God. And the earlier we stayed alert to hearing, the better it will be. Second Timothy chapter 3. Verse 1 to 5. I want to show you something. For instance. But. Know this. 
we will come back to that statement. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for highlighting. But note this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despises of good, traitors, headstrong, untijai. Haughty lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having the form of godliness denying its power from such turn away. I want to ask you something. You and I have been given with prophetic scriptures as to what is going to be happening. Are they happening or they are not happening? What should be the attitude then of the child of God? That's the question. What should be, is it verse, let me go to three. Let me just pick one word there. Verse number three. Unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control. Let me just take unforgiving. Just that. It amazes me that a child of God can sit in church and can say in his heart, I cannot forgive this person. Meanwhile, God forewarned that in the last days, this will happen. So when I read something like this, and then I am tempted because somebody did something to me, Mama, and then my, my mind is rolling. This thing, when I say my mind is rolling, Satan is coming around and he says, no, this thing that he has done to you. So are you going to leave it like this? The Holy Spirit, who knows all things should, Remind me that the people of the world, they cannot forgive. But you, you ought not to be. Why? For it is written. Then what I need to do is to position myself to say, whatever be the case, it's one of those things. Me too, I could make a mistake. Let me overlook it. Doesn't it make it so easy? But... In the verse 1, he said something that I said that we will come back to. He said, but know this. Why would the Bible say, but know this? He is telling you that everything that you are yet to do are written in the scriptures. Praise the Lord. Know these things that they are going to happen. And when you see being tempted To get into it, refrain. Hallelujah. 
when you become lovers of money, it's like families, father, wife, children, they come to church all of a sudden. And then one day, when the man is not praying, studying, not fellowshipping, and then he thinks that the whole world, he is the only one who is in need. And so he gets up and he's like, Honey, we are running late. No, 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 no. Get the children ready and then you go to church with the children. Ah, are you not going to church today? No, I don't have money. I must work out something, something. Lovers of money have carried you. You are fulfilling that scripture. In a, in a very cool manner. You are, in fact, it doesn't even, my worry is, it doesn't even flash in your spirit to say, you are in a very dangerous place. And so, what we as children of God, we ought to do, brother, if there is anything you should ever do, can I plead with you, love to study the scriptures. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You, you will love all what has been written here to the extent that you are just too much. Let me give you an example. The young man, thank you very much. Let's go to 14 to 16. Ooh, 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 ooh. These are prophecies that have been revealed to us through our walls. They are revealed. We are supposed to walk in them. This letter was written to the young Timothy. And I want you to see something interesting. But you must continue in the things you have learned and been assured of. Knowing from whom you learned them. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures. Which are able to make you wise for the salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. Now the young man Timothy was in the church. His mother was Eunice, I think. And the grandmother was Lois. Now, this young man, he gave his heart to the Lord. And then he loved the Lord and was sitting with the elderly folks and was just hearing the word of God. By the time Paul started his missionary journey and he came to them, everybody was speaking very well of this small young man. To the extent that Paul said, I want to take this boy along concerning the ministry that I'm going to do. Timothy was not Paul's disciple. But the mother and the grandmother who were in the faith took some time off and grew the young man in the scriptures. By the time Paul came, that's why he wrote and that you, from childhood, praise the Lord. Who you, from childhood, 
you have known the scriptures. What is the point I want to make here? Sister, brother, the children that God gave you, thank God you are providing for their needs. Thank God you are giving them anything they need. But can I ask you a question? Have you spent time to inject the scriptures to them so that in the coming generation when the enemy uh, begins they will say I have known the scriptures from the beginning. This morning when the children were giving the reports from the camp Amma Auntie Amma was the one who was conducting. And when she went for her children from the camp, the senior started talking. And then the junior one intercepted and said, No, they said to us, we should not just talk about what we have learned. We should go and leave it. When I heard that, I was so stirred in my heart. Now, this boy has been opened to the truth that you can't only talk about scripture, but you must leave scripture. Praise the Lord. When we heard Nanakofi reporting, Someone said that I have, in other words, I'm just too conscious of myself. But this time, I encountered the Lord that I was not conscious of myself anymore. Train up a child the way he ought to go. When he grows, he will not depart from it. The Holy Spirit is now building the People are, you know, I'm not afraid. Even though the world is going crazy, it shall be well with our children. Only when we refuse to bring them to the fountain of the word of God. My little granny, because just it's like natural. Whenever we're coming to eat, pray. Someone came to the house. Things have been saved and so excited. Ah, jawa. Started yum, 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 yum. The little girl said, Grandpa, he didn't pray. <laughs> so immediately, the red light was up. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying it because now, if there is a prophecy like this to tell us how things are going to be, then take a good position also to teach them how they ought to go. Hallelujah. And when they have gotten the Holy Scriptures, you see, so when I saw, when the Bible says that, and that from childhood, do you know he became the bishop? He was just controlling all the churches. If Paul is not there, Timothy could be trusted. To the extent that one day Paul said, 
all men have forsaken me. They are all about their business. I have no man like you who is so mindful of the things of God. There is, among all my disciples, there's nobody like you. And when I read that, I knew that from childhood, just as it was put in, it started coming out. Praise the Lord. So let's become so alert to this situation we find ourselves in to the extent that, brother, we would do a great service for the kingdom of our God when our children are being paid attention to not only for what they, they need, but deliberately in putting the word of God into their lives because when now the world had become very rough because the Bible says men shall become lovers of themselves, men shall be boasters, they would have known these things and they will not give in to it. Praise the Lord. It is so simple. Garbage in. I didn't hear you. Garbage in. So if you have father in this house, you want your children to be wonderful, but you push your wife and say, go with the children to church. I have to do one, one, you know, one, one or two things. And by the time your wife comes with the children, you are snowing. In the evening, no devotion. In the morning, nothing. And when your child is stirred up by the Holy Ghost and says, Daddy, you don't pray. Mommy prays every day. Just shut up. Do you know what you're doing? You are giving a wrong picture. We have to become so mindful to train this, our children. When I went to the camp, you know, when I came, I had a call from one of our sisters. She said to me, and then as I was crying because my son came to the house with such a joy and said, Mommy, I have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. I speak in tongues. You know, when I heard it, I was, I was driving. I hit the roof. I was so excited. You know what I said? I said, now, Get him and tell him. We are going to be having prayer meeting together. Let this child begin to build up so solid in this. By the time he's in the secondary school, they would identify him as a prayer secretary. Because from childhood, he's been affected. By the time anybody could say Jack, he's already in the flow. God can rely on him. By the time anybody could say from childhood, you have known the scriptures. You see, when you know the scriptures, brethren, let me tell you, when you know the scriptures, you know the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because he picks up the scripture and then he shoots it to you as to what to do. And so, I am not surprised, Paul said. From childhood you have known the scriptures and are able, which are able to do what? Make you wise. Make you wise. 
for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, as I come to a close, let me ask you this. Do you think that such a man will backslide? Do you think that there can just something will happen uh, to the extent that such a person one day will say, I am not following you to church anymore. I am not preaching the gospel. I'm going to find a girlfriend. Do you think it can ever happen? It will not. Because from childhood, he has been dipped into it. So now, when I see my wife, when they, they come from their house, the little children, and then as soon as they enter our room, you know, our room is the first place. They come and as if it's their room, just open the door. Rah, rah, rah. That small boy there, said, but then he will bang the door. Wah! As soon as they enter, then my wife will say, come and sit down. Let's have a quiet time. Phoebe, sit down. Let's have a quiet time. As God is opening my eyes, I am seeing that it is being deposited into them. And by the time God is looking for an instrument, they have it. He has it already. And I am not afraid. I mean, right now at this stage, you at this stage, the truth is that I can't, Brother Fred, come back slide. Just say, your, your words will be, to whom shall we go? Brother Ike will say, ah, say, then, on our back and front, then, then, I'm backsliding then. To whom shall we go? Seeing that you have the words of eternal life. Colonel, oh, come on. That one cried, your soldier brutal. Please, 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 please. This is nonsense. But just as they did over there. Hallelujah. You see, brethren, when you get it into you, my excitement is that what can I exchange? My teacher, what can I exchange this truth with? It's not possible. Because from day 12, at the age 12, God injected this thing to me and I have been privileged to be amongst them. The fellowship of the brethren. In fact, there is nothing that can even probe me out of this church. Hallelujah. It's not possible. Whatever that the enemy will stand on to come and challenge me, do you know something? The answer is in the scriptures. And the Holy Spirit will whisper it quickly and say, Is this, do you want to come down like this? Don't you know that it is said? And then I will say, Thank you. So, I remember one scripture Jesus said, Offenses will come. They will come. But woe to him. Who will let them be? So, we, we were thinking yesterday, we, what did we say? We were having a chat. And then the spirit just popped up with a word. Help people to stand in the word. Don't help people to fall out of the word. This should be an assignment of every child of God. Praise the Lord. 
this should be just fulfill the word of God by just listen, whatever happens, please from now on just simply ask yourself a very simple question. You promise me you will never leave me nor forsake me. Lord, this situation that I have found myself in that looks very tight, what must I do? You see, Jesus found himself in a very tight corner. And then Peter could, Peter didn't have, at that time he didn't have any scripture at all to check him on. He just had his dagger. He did the job with his dagger. But Jesus comes out to say, if it was a dagger, I have angels to do the job for me. But let us do it this way. Ought not the scripture be fulfilled? How would the scripture be fulfilled? And so, brethren, I say to us, we are not afraid of the future. We are not afraid of what will happen. Many wrong things are already being packaged to come. But the good news is that we are also fortified by the prophetic scriptures as to how, when they come, we should react to it. I say to you today, may your heart be enlarged. May God open the eyes of your understanding. May your spirit be so connected to the word of the Lord that when the Holy Spirit will speak to you to say, this is about to happen, you would have heard him. And you will only take a step to obey it. For God ordained it that we may walk in this truth. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this provision you have made. Even in Second Timothy, the world don't know that you have already predicted what it will do. But thank you that we know. Thank you that we cannot become traitors. Thank you that we cannot become lovers of money. Thank you that, oh God, these things have been written down. Thank you that we can always forgive. The spirit of unforgiveness cannot be part of us because you have predicted that it will happen and we know it. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we will become, we, we will know the truth and obey it. Thank you that when your spirit speaks, we will hear and we will act on it. Thank you that these things were written for our admonition and for our encouragement. And for those of us who are caught in these last days, thank you for providing the way of escape by the scripture. Oh, we give you praise. Now, Lord, I pray for everyone. And I ask that the desire to love your word and the desire to obey should be the portion of everyone. Let your word that has entered into us become a well of water springing forth to everlasting life. That, oh God, we would hear your voice in the word of God. We bless you. We give you glory. Thank you for the spirit of alertness to help us 
to keep going, walking in the word of God and bringing you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen.